Welcome to the Mostly Podcast at Night, episode 86, Little Evil. Samantha is his dream. This podcast is his nightmare. Whoa. It's about to be his nightmare. It's about to be my nightmare. Hey, why? everybody. Wait, why? You can't just say that. Because you just farted at me. Don't tell people that. Jesus, fuck. <laughs> Stop announcing that. I'm going to announce it because you did it. You're an ass. I'm going to do it again if you don't keep stop talking about it. Yeah, well, maybe you won't do it again, and then I won't have to talk about it again. Stop. How about that? Stop. Stop. No. Do you want to start again? No. Can we start no, again? I, I am absolutely not cutting this out. I hate you so much right now. You know, that's not supposed to stay private. Guess what? Good thing nobody knows the real name. They do shut up. Math knows. Yeah. This will be a good little... Don't tell okay. Mav about it. It'll be great when she hears it for I the first time. so much. Time. Can you just start in this fucking movie, please? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode. I am your host, Chaos. I'm your gassy co-host, Carnage. <laughs> That's really I'm sure she is. And... Ass. <laughs> Lactose intolerance is a serious thing, Chaos, okay? You know what? It's called lactate. My mom takes it. You can take it, too. Fuck you. <laughs> and if you are joining us for the first time... I'm not usually that gassy. C- fuck you, Carnage. Seriously. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Just... <laughs> Trying to get you to record from the start again. <laughs> no, I'm not starting over. We are a horror movie review podcast where each week we take turns picking a different scary movie across the broad spectrum of the horror genre. And we talk about it. We talk about trivia. We talk about behind the scenes stuff. We talk about fan fiction for the movie. We give away arbitrary awards and we argue and we fart on. (laughs) Oh my God. I hate you so much. We, we, we're uh, like two 12 year old boys apparently today <laughs> jesus uh we're the dick jokes that apps. is would you like to start because i was telling my coworkers at work about the shiwi earlier today nope. so i'm sure i could i didn't tell you about that did i yes well no Fuck. i knew about it before you ever but then you but then somehow it came up and i, I found one. out that you bought one i returned it but no i already before knew what one it. was oh, okay yeah i still think you should have used it I would have. <laughs> I returned it. I got too Fuck much. It, I'll use a shoe. I got too much flack. I got. I returned it. Oh, so what? I was hated on for it. I was laughed about it. So what? All right. So you had to return it. Wow. Should we get have to the a movie? spine? Why don't you? I don't have a spine, obviously, because I'm still friends with you. <laughs> Shall we get to the movie? Because that's what we're here Nobody for. Nobody anyway. even cares. No. About the movie? <laughs> Fuck you. It was my pick this week. This was a Carnage pick. Carnage. Would Would you like to introduce the movie? For yes. Us? I watched Little Evil, which was done in 2017. Um, that's weird. It was rated TV mature. Was this a, a Amazon original? Yeah. That's why. It's TV. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it was 94 minutes long. It's a horror comedy. It's a horror comedy. It got a 5.7 on the IMDb scale. Yeah, it sure did. What about that tomato meter? Tomato meter. Let me see. Well, the tomato meter is a 92%. Um, Only 12 
critics, though, so no critic consensus, sadly. Audience score, 46%. Only 1,047 ratings. Like, nobody's seen this movie. I know. It's disappointing. And the IMDb score is disappointing, too. I was like, I thought it was pretty fucking funny, actually. I know. I really loved this movie. This was by writer-director Eli Craig, who's known for our very first ever episode, Tucker and Dale vs. Evil, in Yay, 2010. Tucker and Dale. Which he's really known for that one. So I'm really surprised that this movie hasn't gotten more attention. You know what, though? I didn't know he did this until I started watching. Like, I don't think it was, like, advertised that I was an Eli. Like Craig, you know, you know how sometimes they'll go like, yeah, director of Tucker and Dale versus evil presents little evil. You right, know yeah. how they do that. I don't think anyone knew that he, you know, he did this. I mean, it's easy to find out. Well, I'm just saying. Yeah, but that would require work. Oh, and nobody does that. You just think that is that just because you put zero yes. effort into anything or. Yes, that is correct. Because, like, I actually look up information about the movies that I watch. I don't even watch the movies like, anymore. Like, even when I'm not doing it for this show? No, I don't have IMDb bookmarked and the app on my phone well, you're really or not on my tablet like it right now. or anything else. Because you've killed my spirit tonight. Oh, I've killed your spirit. You killed my spirit. I've killed your spirit. You and that little kid who's staring at me right now on your computer. Get, get Damien off my computer. His name is Lucas, but get him off my computer. It's creeping me out. All right. Do you want to do the cast so we can do a summary and get yeah, stuck into let's, it? Yeah, let's get into it here. Let's do the cast. Um, Samantha, the mom, was Evangeline Lilly. Uh, she's known mostly for Lost and the Ant-Man movies, I found. Oh. Gary was Adam Scott. Parks and Rec. Parks and Ben Rec. Wyatt. The love, best accountant ever. Love Ben Wyatt. I do, too. Uh, yeah, love Ben Wyatt. Okay, Lucas was Owen Atlas. His birth name was Damien. And then he realized he looked too much like Damien, so they changed it to Owen. Just kidding. I'm glad you caught on to that. Yep. Reverend J.D. Gospel. I wasn't sure because you hadn't seen the original. Reverend J.D. Gospel was Clancy Brown. Uh, mostly, no- I mostly know him from Shawshank Redemption. That's my favorite movie he's done. Who was he in the Shawshank Redemption? He was the head guard. The one that like beat everyone, beat everyone uh, up. I didn't see he it. He was a prick. He got arrested in the end. Okay. Oh, spoiler alert for other movies. <laughs> he gets arrested. Al was Bridget Everett. Um, I had never seen her before. I mean, I looked her up after this because I loved her. And she mm-hmm. was in uh, Comedians and Cars Getting, getting coffee. coffee. I haven't seen the episode Which yet. Which probably means she's a stand-up comedian. I, that's what I assume. And she's in the new movie coming out called Patty Cakes. It's at Sundance now. I was just re- watching the interview with Kevin Smith before this because i was like oh the chick from um daniel mcdonald you know who she is if you watch netflix original films and al's in this i'm so excited well bridget i'm so excited because i loved al i did too i loved al um wayne was chris delia did we say that's how you say i think so yeah he's from uh whitney do you ever did you watch that show no whitney cummings it was on for like two seasons i loved it he played whitney's uh fiance mm. husband whatever victor was kyle bornheimer mm-hmm. nothing for him okay nope. <laughs> Move larry along. was donald Faison. Faison. donald Faison. clueless scrubs he's the man 
Josie and the Pussycats? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Um, Carl Miller was Tyler Labine. Yes, Tyler Labine. What's he, he from? He was also in Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. <laughs> yeah, I didn't need to yell that, but apparently Not even a little bit. Shut up. Wendy was Carla Gallo. Mm-hmm. Gazimel was Brad Williams. Miss Shalock was Sally Field. My favorite movie was Mrs. Doubtfire. What's your favorite Sally Field movie? Uh, ew, seriously? That you, I love Mrs. Doubtfire. That's your favorite anything? My favorite Sally Field movie? Oh my god. Only because I can't think of anything else she's been in because I just saw that movie yesterday. Sally Field's been in like... I know. She was like dozens in... Dozens of movies. I know. No, I know she's been in a ton, but that's the thing that's most on my mind because I just watched it last night. And you like that movie? Yeah, it's got Robin Williams. It's got um, lots of people on it. Robin Williams was in it, really? You know what? I wish you would just fuck off today because you're pissing me off. And I'm going to fart all over you. <laughs> Gabriel, and that is a serious last today. but not least, Gabriel was Hank Harris. Do you have anything for him? Yeah, his name's Hank Harris. Oh, okay. That's good to know. So now, you, now you're making me look up Sally Field movies. So I have something else to pick. Oh, Forrest Gump. Smokey and the Bandit. Lincoln. These are all my favorite movies. Steel Magnolia. Yeah. Is that a big favorite of yours? Uh, was she the Flying Nun, wasn't she? Yeah. Wasn't she? I don't know. Fuck yeah. it. I didn't see the Flying Nun. How the fuck would I know? Uh, she was great in The Amazing Spider-Man, too. What? <laughs> yeah. Oh, and she was also in ER. Oh, and she was Legally Blonde, too. That's my favorite movie that she's been in. Oh, fuck you. Legally Blonde. And nobody... <laughs> Legally Blonde, too, is not anyone's favorite anything. I know. It's not. Except for Meredith on The Office. Well, that's Meredith on The Office. I mean, she's, for one thing, fictional. Oh, I found it. What? Homeward Bound 2, Lost in San Francisco. That's oh, my favorite Sally Field movie. Naturally, naturally, She's the voice of Sassy. I mean, hasn't she won an Oscar or something? They like me. You really like me. Yeah, she's won an Oscar. That's her. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Like, what did she win an Oscar for? Norma Rae, dude. Norma Rae? Oh, I didn't see that one either. Sybil. She was Sybil. I know. I love Sybil. Oh, well, see, that, I can't see, do anything. when we were back around to what would my answer have been, it, it was going to be Sybil. Well, yeah, but I asked you, and you didn't answer. You just made fun of mine instead. Well, I so, didn't get to answering yet. I was. She's actually won two Oscars. She won uh, an Oscar for Places in the Heart. Never heard of it. Mm-hmm. And Normal Ray. Where the Heart Is. That's another movie she did. She plays this trashy blonde. She's only in it for like five minutes. It's hysterical. Oh. Okay. Interesting. Well, anyway, we're done with cast now. No. So, uh, more Sally Field. Why, why don't we go into summary territory? Would you like to do a, a brief summary for us? No, we can just go into regular summary today. No, you want a little summary? Okay. There was an evil, and it was little, and things went awry. I'm getting a death glare. There was a death glare, and things went awry. Jesus <laughs> Christ, stop glaring at me. Fine, if that's what you want to do. I enjoyed this movie. Yeah? So that's why I want to get into it. Are we done? <laughs> Is that the, the end? Would you like that's to rate the, now? Tire podcast. Yes, I give it a nine. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, Liz, do you want to get into the real summary? Yes, but before we do, I want to talk about something. Okay. Um, so this kind of has like a home touch feel for us because this was actually shot in Cleveland, which we we're about a half hour from. That's like our city. 
Yeah. That's like the main, we're the that suburb is, of Cleveland. Yeah, we're a suburb of Cleveland. So yeah. this is like hometown pride here. Yeah, that's so what that's it is. that's kind of cool. And actually, the water park they filmed at is something that both Chaos and I went to as kids. Yeah. Because it's, it's not it, far from us. It's, oh, I went there all the time in, in high school. That's where um, band went. No, I hate water bands. parks. So I went one time. Oh, man. That Lazy River is fucking fun. how much I hated it. The Lazy River was the only thing I liked. It's the only thing I liked there, too. And then I was decided that I was never going to go back because the only thing I enjoyed was the Lazy River. Dude, it's fucking... Okay, I will say it's fucking lame. They have, like, a kiddie pool. They have the Lazy River, and then they've got three water slides. Yeah, it's And not- then all the other activities are dry, like the go-kart. And all that costs extra money. Yeah. It all costs extra money except for the water slides, the lazy river, and the kiddie pool. That's all you get. That's and all like you get. And it's a water in. park. Yeah, I do love the lazy river. And they only have to go around once, though. You can't just yeah, go around as long as you want. You can't just go around and around. I know. Oh, God, this bastard. Okay, but that's my little personal side for the story is that, hey, this was shot in Cleveland, too. So that's kind of cool. A good tax break. Yeah. And I didn't know that if I had known that, I if I had known they were at Pioneer Waterland. Yeah. I so would have gone. I mean, it's not that far from my house. Yeah, totally. So, damn them. Okay. Let's continue. Go ahead with the start with the summary. Okay. Although, it doesn't start right. What do you mean it doesn't start right? Just kidding. Go ahead. No, this is your movie. You start with the summary. Well, the first scene you see, it opens up to Lucas, the boy... Who, boy, does he look like Damien from oh The God, Omen. I mean, it was does. so on purpose. I know. It was such good casting. Yeah, it was. He's he's swinging on his swing set, and his mother comes out with a shovel asking where Gary is. Yeah. And he's buried him. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, that's it, young man. Time out. Like, she's so frustrated to her very core, but but still he's buried his stepfather underground and her alive big, her, yes. her big thing is time out i love their mom mm-hmm. me too yeah and then we backdate so we're i think it was like two weeks before what was it two weeks or a month before i think it was where they just got married and he's first meeting lucas Oh, yeah. And well, also, you got to mention that she digs him up and he yells, I want a divorce. And oh, then yeah. it then goes we go backwards. Like, like a, a month. month. A month or six weeks. It's not very long. They move in together. Yeah. After their marriage, which they keep alluding to this wedding about, oh, we don't want to talk about the wedding. We've just decided we don't want to move the wedding on video. from the wedding. Yes. <laughs> And then, um, oh, and, and then, like, Gary got this Pinewood Derby kit, which was so cute. And he's, like, really trying to reach out to Lucas, and Lucas is just very standoffish and, like, no, leave me alone. I don't want to do anything. Well, I mean, he doesn't talk. but No, he doesn't talk at all. That's that's the impression he gives off is just leave me alone. That's the box that he buried him in was the Pinewood was Derby the box. Was the Pinewood Derby box, yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice touch there. <laughs> yeah, that was very nice. And the mom is all happy. He's interesting, but Lucas is totally uninterested uninterested yeah gary's Um, trying hard gary's like making burnt pancakes the next day at the breakfast and at the kitchen like trying to interest him in breakfast and lucas is eating cereal i think and he's like got all these burnt pancakes and he's so funny and then and then gary drives him to school tries to talk to him lucas ignores him like completely like he's deaf like i thought he was a mute at first i'm like maybe he's a mute and he doesn't talk no he does um yeah, so no connection there. Yeah, no. In the meantime, Carl, the videographer, this is the first hint about the wedding that we get, that they're moving past it and something horrible happened. The videographer calls about the wedding video, like trying to talk to Gary about it. He's like, no, 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 we don't want the video. Yeah. We just want to move past And um, Tyler Levine, who plays the videographer, he's awesome, um, Carl, 
he's like trying to convince him. He's like, no, 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 we've got to get together. Like, you really need to see this. You need it's to really see this. important. He's like, no, we're good. And he hangs up. But anyway, he takes uh, Lucas to school. Mm-hmm. And then he goes to his mundane job where he works with Al, his best friend, as a realtor. Who Al's awesome. Why don't you tell us about Al? Al is so awesome. Al is just, I don't know, he's one of the guys. Yeah. She's one of the guys. Yeah. And she's she's all into this whole stepfather thing and she she belongs to a support group and she's trying to convince uh gary to go she's kind of like like gary's um gary's chaos where <laughs> she's got the ideas yeah and she try to nudges you along like you nudge me along you know yeah to do stuff like oh we got to go to a support group and yeah. you know i'm very forward just you know <laughs> tells them all sorts of stuff that he didn't want to know about <laughs> i just love her i don't know just her no we won't just her up. aura yeah just her personality in general it's just fantastic she's blunt no she's great yeah yeah I she's so great i just i love her personality and then she's just so funny about getting him into that group therapy yes <laughs> oh my gosh i love this support group for stepdads which is so great <laughs> So oh, so there's a school incident with Lucas though. Well, he's showing the he's showing the, the, ha- nunnery. the nunnery. He's showing he's showing a former nunnery to a weird, creepy Catholic priest. Shady gospel. <laughs> shady gospel. Yeah, Reverend JD Gospel, who's Reverend the head of that JD cult. Gospel. Yeah, sounds like shady gospel. Oh yeah, shady gospel. Shady would be correct. Uh, I think that was intentional. JD shady. I think so. <laughs> Who's actually the leader of this cult, which you don't yeah. find out much about, but yeah, you find you know, more later. We find about, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> uh, but while, after the the reverend's like, oh, I'll take it, you know, shocking yeah. everyone because it's a crappy rundown nunnery. Yeah. Uh, Gary gets a phone call from the principal saying there's an incident. At the school. Well, we come to find out that Lucas told his teacher go to hell and she immediately turned and jumped out the window and killed herself. Yeah, which is another homage back to the original um, Omen, which, spoiler alert, there's a great scene. Everybody should watch the original Omen for the scene, specifically for the scene where his nanny says, it's all for you, Damien, and then throws herself off the roof and hangs herself. It's so beautiful. I think that happens in the remake, too. Something similar. It's all for you, Damien. I seem to remember that. Well, probably. I mean, it's the most iconic scene in the movie. Yeah. I'm sure they had to do a, a we have to scene watch this, for that the in way. the remake. I know. I know. Both I of will, them. I will do it because I want to see the original again. And you want to see the sequel because David Thewlis is in it. No. Nothing. Crickets. Crickets. Asshole. Crickets. I love David Thewlis. Don't get me wrong. Remus Lupin, by the way. Uh, but... <laughs> I do not have to love a movie that he's in just because he's in it. No, no, no. I'm not saying you have to love it, but you, I would want to watch it. I no, don't watch. I, I don't, don't love everything I watch, but I okay. watch everything I okay, love. Well, how about let me fix it then. If it's still a bad movie, I don't want to watch it even though David Thewlis is in it. I didn't say it was a bad movie, did I? I did. You don't know. You've never seen it. Yes, I have. You said you hadn't seen it. I fucking went to the it went when it, like opening. Did you go to the theater? It, it was in theaters, and yes, and I Why? was like fucking first row watching that shit. Oh, you're a sap. We I thought we saw it together. Uh-uh. Yes, we did. No, we didn't. I bought it on DVD because I didn't seen it. I saw it with one of my friends in Not the theaters, me. and I thought it was you because you were all like, "It's David Thewlis." Oh my god, we have to go see it. It's David. That Thulis. wasn't me. That was Ginger. Oh, was it? Mm-hmm. Oh fuck. Because I wasn't into him then. Oh, so I, hated, I thought he was creepy 
pedophile. That's right. You thing. did think he was yeah. creepy for a long time. He's cute in this. I started liking him after this movie. So, oh my god. <laughs> well, he's and cute he, in this movie, so now I like him as an actor. Shut up. No, I liked him in uh, Divorcing Jack. That's what I saw him in. The oh, movie. I and love he wasn't that cute movie. in that at all. He was, but he, he was, was a good actor in, in Divorcing Jack. Anyway, this podcast isn't about David Thewlis. Let's keep going. No, it's not. Imagine <laughs> that. Um. Oh, what is the goat puppet static TV scene? Oh, my God. Okay, when... Oh, my God. (laughs) Explain. Okay. So, so I want to call him Adam. Gary goes in to see how Lucas is doing. Did you just Your couch just ate my phone. Did your mic couch just eat your phone? Yes. We have to pause. Continue. So he goes to check on Lucas and Lucas is in his room. The lights are completely off. The only thing that's on is the TV, which is on the static channel. Lucas is kneeling in front of the static channel and he's got his hand on the static and just like nothing is happening. And then he goes in there and he's like, hey, Lucas, buddy, like what's going on? Are you making up stuff with your imagination or something? And then like this goat puppet. It had like this scary as shit, like like evil voice with horns, and it was it had this goat puppet with horns. It's like this little sweet sock goat puppet that he's always got, and it like turns and looks at him, and it's like I don't remember if it says something. But it does I, it in a demonic voice, right? In this really demonic voice, but I don't remember what it says though. I mean, I don't know. We I just remember it's like, rah, 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 and it's like <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go away like, now. All right then. I'll just leave. <laughs> so good. Oh my god, I laughed so hard. Well, because of this incident at school, he's recommended to go to therapy group, which he ends up going to Al's stepfather group, where we find um, Victor, Larry, Wayne, and Al, of course. Oh, and they're all hilarious. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I love all them. these actors. Are they're so all comedic funny. actors? Yeah. It's so great. Yeah, and they talk, and you know, he actually invites them all to the birthday party. The birthday party his sixth his sixth birthday where he found a clown online which i didn't know finding a clown was so hard i didn't know it was this big thing i don't have kids clearly you know everyone know. thanks god for that but i didn't know it was so hard finding a clown and that you have to be very careful of the clown you order because some will just light themselves on fire you know well some of them are pyromaniacs clearly yeah no it's not the kid at all that uh not the kid at all um yeah so everybody kind of blames gary for this clown like for ruining the birthday party because the clown lights himself on fire which it's lucas clearly that lights him on fire lucas is the one who convinces the clown to light himself on fire i mean it's obvious and and gary like sees this he notices so then he starts to wonder and everybody else is just like oh gary's the worst because that clown was shady as shit and we let our children near (laughs) it and poor gary but um and then there's the shining twins uh, when they're fleeing from the party, oh yeah, the two little girls on the hysterical. front lawn. Oh my god, that was! I funny. love the homages. Like, there's the homage to Poltergeist. There's the homage to Shining. Homage to the Omen. You know, right? Yeah, love those. So Gary starts thinking about it, and all of a sudden, he decides he's going to contact um, Carl. Carl. Yeah, and he says, "Carl, okay, I got to see this wedding. I got to go see this wedding video." So he goes <laughs> to see Carl. <laughs> We find out what happens at the wedding. 
there are two or three twisters yeah. that tear through the wedding. Now, meanwhile, you focus on Lucas, and he's not not a hair's out of place. He's just standing there in the middle of this tornado. Yeah, there's tornadoes everywhere. There's winds, high winds, knocking everything around. People stuff, debris flying all around, and he just I looks think I like I saw a cow. Yeah, and then I saw another cow. Yeah, it's totally like that. And then he's just standing completely without a hair out of place. So, and then Carl's done research then. Because of this video has, you know, fucked him up so bad. He says that every one of Samantha's previous boyfriends are dead. Except, except for one. one. Gabriel. Gabriel. So they go see Gabriel. <laughs> I found the most creepy people are named Gabriel. I have too. wonder why that is. Huh. Yeah. Before they go see Gabriel... Carrie decides he's going to talk to Samantha about Lucas's About Lucas's real father. father. Biological father. Not his real And I thought she father. was kidding. I thought she was going to say, oh, this is a joke. But Samantha says she's part of a cult and she took place in a ritual that Lucas was conceived there. Yeah, she Totally fucking normal. And she says it like calmly too. She totally calmly, slowly, softly explains... That she was basically made a virgin sacrifice and gotten <laughs> knocked up by the devil. I, I don't know about virgin Well, sacrifice. you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she doesn't put it at the way she puts it. Oh, you know, they 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 just like dressed me up and they put me in this circle and they chanted around me. And and then it was really funny. I kind of was like pregnant the next thing I knew. <laughs> Homage to Rosemary's Baby. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> and several other movies like it. So, yeah, Gary decides to have Al help him. I don't know why he has Al instead of Carl, but he decides to have Al help him find Gabriel, which they find Gabriel in a church. (laughs) There's a statue, oh, that crying tears of blood. Gabriel is self-flagellating in the basement. You just, you hear, like, whipping and, like, someone crying out, like, as they're going down this creepy basement and... Gary's, of course, totally creeped out because why wouldn't you be? And then it finds out that there's like, what? this totally this dude. What's weird about that? It sounds like my normal weekends. Well, I know, but usually it's like, you know, a <laughs> dumb sub situation. Oh, but this is actually no, one guy me. doing it to himself. I mean, I don't want to talk about this anymore. Oh, you do a little <laughs> self-flagellating on the weekends? In the basement of a church? Yes, maybe. Mm. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> oh, there's a story there, folks. It is. Shh. So Gabriel tells the truth that we all know. Lucas is the devil. Well, the devil spawn. Yeah, the devil spawn. And I love this part. And he's got to go travel to Bethlehem. Bethlehem. To find Gazamel. The, uh, de- was it a devil hunter? The devil hunter, but Bethlehem. Hunter? Bethlehem, PA. I'm like, he's going to say PA. You're going to find out it's PA. Yeah, sure. sure. Yeah, it's Bethlehem, Bethlehem PA. PA. <laughs> Which again, that, how far away is that from us? Like two hours maybe? It's not far. Not far. We could go check it out. Yeah. So they find Gazmel, who doesn't last very long in this world. <laughs> no, he says nothing absolutely could happen. And then there's a big car shield and he goes through the uh, windshield and dies in a cornfield. But he does give uh, the knife of destiny, as it's called, to Gary and Al to um, kill the child with. Yeah, they've got, that's a, normal. They've, got a, they've got a kill. They've got a stab. Uh, Lucas on hallowed ground on hallowed ground ground before or at his sixth birthday because right, they, they, they had the party, party before early. his actual birthday sorry question yeah questions always hallowed ground is that 
necessarily a church or could it have been a graveyard? Well, uh, in this case, it was a nunnery, so. I know, but could it have been a graveyard? Because that'd be cool. Let's go sacrifice somebody in a graveyard. I was going to say, isn't a graveyard hallowed ground? I, I mean, think doesn't so. that work? I can't think of what else would be other than a nunnery, a cemetery, I, I think it's any and a hollow, church. It's any, it's any holy place that's been blessed. Could I so. bless the back wooded acres you of could, my yard and call that hallowed ground? You know what? You could try to bless anything in this world and it would not be hallowed ground. So no. Fuck you. You're not a priest. No, I meant I was going to get a priest to do it. I would pay well, a priest. Well, you didn't say I would get a priest or if a priest did this, you said, oh, could you know I what? do it? And you know I what? Said, no, we had a cannot. priest come in and bless our house. So I wonder if our house is hallowed ground. You had a priest bless your house? Yeah, my grandfather paid for it when we first moved in. It's a Catholic thing. You also put pennies above the door frame. I don't want to talk about this either. Okay, okay moving on. so let's go. Um, anyway... Al bails when they see Lucas swinging on a rusty swing set where there's mist all around. I love that. <laughs> I love that. He's so like, much. she's like, I'm there for you no she's matter like, what. I'm there for you no matter what. I've got your back. And then you see that. I got to go home. I got to go home. Uh, sorry. She takes <laughs> off. Um, then Lucas de- disappears. And so Gary goes home and then CPS is there. Yes. Yeah, Sally Field, the head of CPS, supposedly. Yes. Because so- of the clown incident that the parents called. We know it's fucking Wendy. Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> Wendy called because of the clown thing, which is, like, totally bullshit, but whatever. How does the What's clown have anything to do? So he ordered the wrong clown, so therefore he must be abused at home? Uh, yeah, yeah. He got ordered a clown. I didn't get ordered a clown ever. I was abused at home. Wait. Ah, right. Come on. <laughs> uh, so, so they, Gary goes upstairs to tuck Lucas in. He turns on the hall lights, and they turn themselves back out. Uh, and then that's how we get to the start of Lucas burying him into the in the backyard. Yeah. Luckily, they get rid of Mrs. Shylock first. They get rid of Shaylock, her. Whatever her name Shaylock. is. I can't remember exactly what he did um, that ended him up buried in the backyard. Well, he got knocked out. And that's how Lucas dragged him downstairs and was able to somehow get the box out to the yard and bury him in it. I looked. Yeah. It doesn't have details as to how that happened. Oh, I see. I should have wrote it down yeah. too. It's in my notes, and I didn't have it in my notes. But he does get knocked out, and that's how Lucas. You see Lucas dragging him down the stairs. Right, and Lucas buries him in the pinewood box in the backyard, and then Sam uh, digs him up, and they break up, and then it rains blood. <laughs> mm-hmm. Gary and Al uh, go to a ball game where they determine they need to kill Lucas. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so they've devised this plan where they're going to put sand in his water wings and take him to a water park. And just kill him. And they figure, well, just drown him. you know, we'll just drown him. Like, it's not on hallowed ground. It's not with the dagger. But, you know. No, no, it is, is hallowed like, ground because he's going to take him to Waterland, a park blessed by the Pope. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. But he's not killing him the right way. And you're just no. like, well, hopefully this will work, basically. Yeah. But it ends up that they have the blast at the water park and Lucas actually smiles and Gary sees a sign that says love. So he decides that, no, he's not going to, he's not going to hurt him. And then he ends up accidentally making him go down the slide. He actually saves him when he's got those sand. Yeah. Sand water wings. Sand water wings on. So Gary saves him and he, um, he takes him out of there and they go for ice cream instead. Trying to apologize for killing each other. I love that part. Yeah. They both acknowledge that they were trying to kill each other and apologize for it. Totally normal. Yeah, totally. But it's sweet at the same time. It is. Uh, Lucas says his real dad wants full custody, which sounds very, very sinister to Gary and us. (laughs) 
Um, and then the CPS lady shows up and grabs Lucas. Oh, yeah, because the Amber Alert that she put out. Right. You know that bitch put it out. No one else put that oh, Amber yeah. Alert out. Well, because she's bitch. really with the cult. Right, which we find out to Father Godspell, and who's he... kidnapped Samantha already. Right, yeah. So Gary manages to get away from the police. Oh, I love when he briefly runs in the marathon still in his handcuffs. Yes, this is so great. <laughs> See, this movie's funny. I don't know why it got such low ratings. I know. And then they finally found find out at the nunnery that what happens is is the cultists are the ones who want to kill Lucas because that will open the gateway to hell so Satan can come through. So good thing he didn't kill Lucas, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, good parenting is about keeping the portal to hell shut. Is that what you wrote? <laughs> yeah. Nice. And then the stepfathers come to help, too. So everyone comes in and helps defeat the, the cultists. And Lucas actually opens the tunnel to hell. And um, I love when he realizes he's the key master because he has the key to the nunnery. <laughs> Gozer. I am the key master. And um, so Gary saves him before he falls into hell. Yes. Samantha knocks uh, the father into the tunnel, which is great. And then weeks later, you see them doing the soapbox derby. They do the Pinewood Derby. Yeah. So cute. That's adorable. And Lucas gets to steal. And they seem happy together. They do seem happy. Good movie. I like this one a lot. That was a great movie. I've been wanting to watch this for a while, too. And I'm like, we haven't done a comedy horror for a while. And then you're like, which movie did you say was a comedy horror? The Evil Dead. I'm like, that wasn't comedy horror. But apparently it it is. I don't don't know how tree raping is comedy, but... It was back in the 80s. It was fucking comedy, okay? Okay. But anyway, this is real, like, in-your-face comedy. Oh, okay. Because trees aren't in your face enough about it. No, they're not. I'm not. I'm not face to face with trees on a regular basis. I know you're not. Stop throwing stuff at me, you bitch! I threw shit at you. Um, no, but I didn't know. Like I've been wanting to see this for a while, like the last year, because I keep seeing it pop up on my recommended for you on Netflix. Oh yeah. And um, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. And I was like, you know what? I really want to watch this, so that's why I picked this one. Because I, I like Adam Scott as an actor. I was like, okay, well, mm-hmm. even if it's bad, maybe it'll be somewhat funny because he's a funny actor. But I thought it was really good. And then yeah, it was really good. And it wasn't just like I thought, yeah, at least, oh, well, Adam Scott will be good if that's it. But no, there were a lot of great actors. Right. And I didn't know going into it that it was filmed in Cleveland. So I really liked that little touch. And I was like, wait a minute. I recognize things. You know, it was kind yeah. of cool. I know that was cool. So because I had no idea they filmed here. Like I knew they filmed a uh, winter captain america winter soldier that's the last one i knew they filmed in here yeah so i don't really follow keep up on that shit i should but i don't keep up on that shit real good no you don't need to do you say you don't need to yeah you don't need to you don't need to it's fine all that soap superhero soap operas i'm sorry oh i don't follow up on the superhero movies that's why i'm like evangeline lily yeah she's not from ant-man i haven't seen a single ant-man movie i think paul rudd's in it not really sure yeah he is Is i mean that's why i wanted to watch it but i still haven't seen any of them because i'm just like i'm just not into my action soap opera movies my only action hero that i like is deadpool so I'm, yeah, well, I mean, and it's funny because, like, I don't know, I don't want to get into a big thing about it, but, like, I was totally into comics, like, a, a while ago when I was a teenager and a kid and stuff, and so you'd think I would be into that, but no, I hate that. Tell us all about it. I don't want to. I just, that was all, and now I'm telling you that I, no, Fine. I don't like those kinds of movies. Anyway, I know, my nerd card has been revoked. 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 
I like that Eli Craig wrote and directed this movie. Mm-hmm. And then he had his mother in it. Sally Fields' his mom. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So I'm oh. like, oh, you cast your mommy. That's he so He cast cute. his mom. I would cast my mom. Would you cast your mom? No, probably not. Yes. Uh, she's going to be listening to this episode. Yes, I, I would cast my mom. She, I know she's going to be listening to this, this episode. Well, yeah. They watch. They listen to episodes that they actually watch the film with me, and they actually watch this film with me. Mm. That's why she said, you better not tell them where you live. I won't. <laughs> um yeah i like tyler the b was in it and i was like is that yes. tyler the b i know i always love when he pops up of course probably because it was eli craig but just oh i love tyler tyler the he's okay. so funny um deadbeat is one that i don't think a lot of people are familiar with but it's a it's a hulu original tv series that he starred in very fucking funny nice yeah i like the acting in this movie yeah very good i like the comedy yep Comedy was top notch. Yeah, I can't find a whole lot wrong with it. No, I mean, like, I'm not gonna say it was the best movie ever, but there's nothing to complain about either. It's like Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Yeah, it's it hit all the marks for me for a horror comedy. Mm-hmm. Me a little bit more so with Tucker and Dale, I think, but I still appreciated this for what it was and for the homage to these other kinds of horror movies that yeah. I like. I so do too. yeah, yeah, I love that because some of them are even subtle. It's like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that. It's fun. Yes. Any trivia that you have? Oh, um, or any thoughts that you have that you want to share with us? No. Um. Did you watch the movie? Yes, I did. Oh, okay. I did. I did. I did. I just didn't really have anything. I kind of looked, like I tried to find some trivia, but I didn't really find much. Did is there a bunch on IMDb or no, anything? No, I my brother did point out one that I I didn't catch right away. What? And then I was like, oh, and this one is on IMDb, but he actually caught it before seeing IMDb. Um, there's a part where Al goes um, when they're talking to the step group, the stepfather group. She goes when Al's telling the group about a stepson, her stepson. You keep doing that. It says his. That's why I'm just. Not with it. I'm not with it. When Al is telling the group about her stepson, he says, <laughs> fucking kill me. I mean, I'm not like m- m- remembering this wrong, right? Al. Yeah, he Al was. was a female. She was a girl. Yes. Okay. Yes. Why the hell do they keep using he pronouns? I then? don't know. Maybe because she identified as a stepfather. I'm not really sure. Oh, I don't know. I don't okay. Know. I don't know. I, well, anyway, when I'm going to try this again for the third time. I'm going to get this. When Al is telling the group about her stepson, she says, let's put on some rush. Put your hand on the speaker, your hand on your heart, and if you see if you feel something. I said, what are you feeling? He says, nothing. I said, that's America. He didn't get it. The joke is that Rush is a Canadian band. Yeah. 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 My brother caught that right away. He's like, wait a minute. Isn't Rush Canadian? I'm like, yeah, it <laughs> yes, is. It is. So. Uh, no, the other one that I, I was... Um, I was freaking out because Rush used to be someone that I knew's favorite band. We're not going to talk about that, no. though. And then um, Al also complains that her stepson, all all he wants to watch is Pitch Perfect movies. Yeah. And Donald Faison was in it. <laughs> he appeared nice. in the first Pitch Perfect, which I like the Pitch Perfect movies. You would. Uh, um, a guy friend of ours who shall remain nameless is actually the one that introduced me. So fucking what? They're funny. Have you seen them? No, and I don't the want first to. Two. Rebel Wilson's fucking awesome. That's all I'm going to say. That's good. I'm glad. I'm very proud for her. You are an elitist bitch. And that's all I, I was saying. I am so that. not. It's just not my thing. Why is it every time when I don't like something, I'm an elitist bitch? If you don't like something, you're I'm just right. I'm an elitist right. bitch, too. 
No, I'm an elitist bitch too. I will admit that. Especially around pop stuff. Elitist pop bitch. You fucking are. Okay, so is there anything else to say about this movie or do we want to move on to rating it? No, I don't want to move on to rating it. I want to talk more about it. Okay. Let's talk all night about it. And let's talk about Sally Fieldmore. I'm waiting. You're getting angry at me. I'm not working with you and you're angry. I'm not angry with you. Okay, let's write and get out. Oh my god. I was just fucking with you. Let's go. I fucking hate you so much. I know you do, and that's why it's funny. All right, it's your goddamn pick. You go first. You know, I'm going to go high on this one. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I could tell. Fuck you, dude. 8.777. No, 8.666. <laughs> of course. Oh I'm surprised you didn't give it a 6.666 plus like 2.222. So it could be an 8, but it was really a 6. I'm quitting this podcast today. I'm not working with you anymore. I can't work like this. I can't. You can't work, work under like these this. conditions. I can't. Sorry, that was really mean. I was just like totally riffing off of that and uh, just uh, let it go. You know, sometimes like I try to temper my meanness and then sometimes I just don't. You don't bother mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. Rate it. Let's go. Okay. My rate, I'm going to give it an eight. And uh, I think it's a solid movie. It's funny. I concur. Yeah. And there are still some, some, some kind of spine tingling parts with that freaking goat puppet. Oh my God. Yes. I love, I want that goat puppet. That goat puppet is creepy and I want it. I can see you with that as a kid. Oh yeah. Your little blonde haired kid. Yeah. yeah. With the pigtails. Yes. And the pink puppet. The the pink frock dress. Yes. And the goat puppet. Yeah. For sure. Mm -hmm. Okay. I have no fan fiction. I'm sad. You know that, that makes me sad too. So why don't we make up our own then though? Okay. Carl and Carl and Gary. For sure. Carl and Gary. Okay, what are they doing? They become Sexy demon hunters. Stuff. Oh, I thought we were talking pairings. <laughs> well, I didn't mean that. I mean, um, yes, of course, they're the pairing, but what are they yes, doing Yes, I think in the they plot? should be demon hunters. They're demon hunters. Oh, oh, my God. Have you ever seen American Pickers? Yes. They should be the demon version of that, and Lucas would be their, the, the girl that's at the... I uh, can't think what her name is. Danielle. Da- Lucas could be their Danielle, calling them out, hey, we've got a demon in Wisconsin. <laughs> you need to drive the van <laughs> there and Lucas, exercise that no, shit. See, but Lucas can go with them because he can find the, the oh. demons. Who would be then... their Danielle then? Samantha? Samantha could be their Danielle. Yeah, okay. There we go. Yeah. They could have a booster seat for Lucas. Yeah. Okay, fan fiction, getting written. Getting written. It's wrote. <laughs> awesome, you guys. Awesome. Oh, and what's our rating? Is it going to be rated M for mature? No, because then I can't read it, apparently. Okay, T for teen? Yeah, let's go T for teen. All right, T for teen. No sexy times. No sexy Just times. Just alluded to it. Just, okay. Very yeah, tastefully done. Go. Very yeah, tasty. Very yeah, good. Classy. Mm-hmm. We're classy right. lassies. Come yeah. On. Oh, yes. Definitely. Okay. So, uh, with that in mind, um, do we have any awards? I don't think so. Was there... Um, there wasn't really... No. It was just... That's a good thing when there's no awards, yeah. so that's good. Okay. Right. So, uh, I guess Impus. I guess that's it. We just uh, got to... Oh, well, you know what? Yeah, let's talk about... Let's get out of here. God, you know, it's getting longer and longer at the end, all the stuff I have to say. All right. Pampas, let's get the fuck out. We got a lot to do tonight. All right. So, you guys, we are... Um, we are sponsored by morbidlybeautiful.com, your place for horror. 
morbidlybeautiful.com has, and I am not reading an ad, I swear. I just sound you like sound that. Like I know. We're about to sell the sham wow. I, I don't do. Know. I know. I do. And I and yet I am not reading an ad. They have not told me to say anything. Were you um, compensated for this advertisement? I was not compensated for this advertisement, although they are our sponsor. Um, we are part of their uh, podcast radio network. Um, and they are a great horror site for um, news, uh, reviews, interviews, fiction. I mean, they they they, they have so much stuff. I they just do. am constantly amazed at the stuff I managed to dig up. They have all kinds, anything you can think of. Just amazing. You should go check it out for sure. Um, we really are grateful to them, and we love being a part of what they're about. So check them out. <clears throat> Um, we are hosted by Anchor.fm. We are Anchor.fm slash podcasts at night. Uh, we are on social media. If you want to get in contact with us, we are at podcasts at night at gmail.com. Our social media is at podcasts at night. We are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We also have our own Instagrams. I am at chaos at night. Carnage is at carnage at night. Why do you shake your head? No, Just kidding. Um, and we have our social media Maverick as well. Maverick, who does helps out with our social media. Um, Carnage does most of our social media, though. Go, Carnage! Yay! Yay! Um, oh, and uh, I never actually pimp myself, but I do all our <laughs> graphics. Um, well, not all of our graphics, but, like, the actual, like, drawing stuff and, like, the t-shirt designs and things. Like, I do those. And I did our logo and our our ram heads our ram skulls so that's me we've got all this time in the world for you just to talk about yourself Come on. i know that's it um oh and we have a red bubble store if you want to help us out check out our red bubble store again where my designs are located and you can check them out um if you want to support us you know we really appreciate it we are an indie podcast and everything we do comes out of our own pocket so but from that for this week uh that's it for me and i will just say goodbye and stay bloodthirsty friends and i'm carter saying good night and as always we are filmed in front of a live studio audience of cats thanks for listening to they mostly podcast at night our theme song is by the Computer Music All-Stars under a Creative Commons Attribution License. Link in the show notes.